Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio-Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Leverage Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the dean and founder of DirectionsUniversity.com and the co-founder of both TheLeverages.com and Divisio.com, the all-new affiliate network for people doing good in the world. We have got a fantastic show lined up for you guys today. We have my co-host and all-around partner in crime, Jack Kump, the Associate Dean of DU. Hello, Jack. Hello. How are you in sunny Florida? I am awesome, and it is actually sunny in Florida today. It wasn't so sunny I knew yesterday. I'd get it. At some point, the law of averages has to kick in, and it's going to be sunny when I ask you. I mean, it's freaking Florida, right? <laughs> it should be sunny. Absolutely. Well, we're almost done with rainy season. Pretty much sometime in the next week to 10 days, rainy season should be over. And then between now and probably end of May, there will be five days at most six that we will have rain. So, yeah, rainy season is done. Sun is back. Yay! Good. I can t- I can hear the sun in your voice, so I'm sure that. And you're we have a, we've got another Floridian joining us for the show today. We do. Would you like me to introduce her? I would love that, Jack. Today we have on the show none other than Nancy Matthews, an international speaker, global leader, author, business advisor, and talk show host. Nancy combines her 25-plus years of business savvy and creativity with an intuitive understanding of people to deliver engaging and entertaining content that provides practical solutions to today's life and business challenges. Whether she's delivering keynote presentations to large audiences, facilitating workshops in her exclusive one-on-one coaching programs, Nancy serves as a catalyst, causing her clients to move forward at an accelerated pace and produce their desired results. She's known as the visionary with guts for her willingness to blaze through challenges and obstacles to turn adversity into advantage, and she empowers and equips others to do the same. Nancy, welcome. All right, beautiful. Thanks for having me today, and I'm glad to be here. Jack, where do you live? I'm in Indiana. Oh, very good. Come up with, yes, a, we are in come up with a cool story about Indiana, and I'll be really impressed. <laughs> I can, nobody ever I can says, nobody up. volunteers that, oh, I was just in Indiana for fun, like a vacation. I haven't heard that yet. Um, well, I have a cool story about Indiana, but it's not for this particular show. So <laughs> it was back in my Ooh, college cool. days, so we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> intriguing, intriguing. Well, we're going to have to uh, have an after show then and find out what there you're you talking go. about. Cool. Well, we'll start you off like we do everyone, even though you're a big, massive celebrity and everything. You have to do what everybody does on this show and tell us what gets you out of bed in the morning with a fire burning in your belly to greet the day. What, what's your big thing right now? 
So my big thing right now and every day is I get to have extraordinary conversations, to create new business ideas, to put them into practice, support all my clients doing that, and travel around the world. Uh, I, I am very blessed and grateful to the life that I get to live right now. It is really cool, isn't it? I mean, the feedback just from the first part of your gratitude, which is just working with people and watching things happen, as a result of the work that you're doing with them and also their under their own power and everything else and the pride that you mm-hmm. feel and everything. I mean, isn't that just really it? You know, after you become secure and finances are no longer a big deal or you've got everything going, you know, that, that, that when you start your thing, you're, you're a little uncomfortable. How's this going to work? Is it going to be profitable enough? Is it going to provide? And once all of that's out of the way, what do you have? If not, that feeling you get from watching other people get that too. Mm-hmm. And you know what's interesting, Jack, is I believe that the way success really happens and prosperity really comes around for people is it starts with having that feeling of appreciation and joy of what you get to do, that value, that service, or that product that you bring to the world. So I believe you need to have that as your foundation, and from that, everything else builds because while you get one success and then another success, you know, sometimes life can kick you in the knees. And if you're basing your happiness on your only your specific achievements, then you're going to get knocked down. And you need to have that spirit of bringing value, enjoying the work that you're doing in the world. And even if you're, like, you know, selling cars or shining shoes, find the joy in what you're doing now, and that's the foundation for greater things to come. That's kind of a key, isn't it? Is that is that your main Absolutely. key for, for for dealing with obstacles and challenges? Because I bet you didn't have just a completely gold road to where you are today. I bet you had a couple of obstacles and maybe a challenge or two. Is that what you would recommend to people? You want to go a little bit further into that. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, as a matter of fact, I was talking to a client the other day, and you know, her business, the air conditioning wasn't working in her business. She had a, an event that she was hosting, and then there was another group that they bought in, and they were loud, and hers was a very quiet event. And she was listening to me challenge after challenge and being upset and frustrated. And I was like, you know what? The first thing we got to do is get your mind right, because the way that you perceive things and the way you respond to things sets the course in motion for what's going to happen next. And if you approach everything with panic, blame, and victim mode, you're going to keep getting more of that. Where if you approach things with a a sense of, wow, you know, this really stinks and this just happened to me, where's my solution? I get to be responsible, I get to create anew. And I get that it's not always easy to come from that place. And every successful person, myself included, all the way up to the Jack Canfields and the Bob Bergs and uh, Zig Ziglar, any of them that you speak to, read about, they're going to tell you that true success starts with your approach to life. I believe them too. 
I mean, you know, and there's no choice. We we don't have any choice, right? The universe doesn't really care. I like what some people are saying these days. I'm picking up on, you know, everybody's got to talk about the same thing. And basically we're just coming up with new metaphors to tell the same story because the story doesn't change. So, you know, to keep it interesting, if you've got a podcast and you're on once a a week or or, or every day and you've got to talk to people about this stuff, you've got to come up with a new way to say the same thing. And one of the things I think um, that I really like lately that I've been hearing um, was, you know, if the universe gives you something, if, if if something is put in your path, whether you call it the universe or whatever, it doesn't even matter, uh, and you don't pick it up and go with it, it gives it to somebody else. And yeah, <laughs> I think it was Vishen Lakani or somebody wow. that said that those kinds of words, like uh, Michael Jackson at like 3 in the morning would call his producer and say, I've got to write a song about blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's 3 in the morning. He says, yeah, but if I don't do it, Prince will write it. You know? Like, <laughs> I love that. He knew without maybe knowing, but he knew. And I think that's the way it is. You can sit and complain if you want. But the universe is just going to move on to the next person because it needs that thing that you were supposed to be doing or could have done, done. It needs it done. Do you agree with that? Absolutely, 100%. And I didn't know that story about Michael Jackson. That's very cool. And and the, the key is it's about, you know, looking for opportunities, listening to, you know, the signs that show up along the way, and also creating opportunities for partnerships and connections because the other thing that I know is that really big visions, goals, and dreams, you're not supposed to be able to do them on your own. The really big stuff requires collaboration and finding other people because if you think of the tapestry of life kind of like as a puzzle, let's say, all of the pieces fit together. So, So yours and Gina's gifts and abilities tie with my vision to be able to get my message out to the world. So we're all in this together, and it's about finding those people that, you know, what I like to refer to as are your kind of crazy. So what I mean Mm -hmm. by that is I believe that everybody's a little bit crazy. You know, you can say, oh, she's weird, he's weird, he's crazy. You know what? I'm crazy, too. People look at me and say, I'm crazy. The key is to find the people that are your kind of crazy to spend time with and, you know, co-create in that space. Yeah. And Nancy, I like to call it, I like to call it coopetition. Even your competition, you're meant to collaborate with. And when you really all come together, the amount of leverage that gives all of you to achieve whatever it is that you're wanting to achieve is so huge. Absolutely, absolutely. And what's interesting is if you take a look at competition, like you say, from a different perspective with co-opetition, what can we create together, you will most of the time find that there are differences, even if you're providing the same product or service, you actually provide it differently or serve a different segment of the market. And there's ways for you to really support that client through collaboration. Yeah, there is no such thing as competition in my world, and I know there isn't in yours Mm -hmm. either. Correct, correct. Like, for example, uh, with Women's Prosperity Network, one of my companies, we look to, we serve women in business, 
and provide masterminding and workshops and conferences and all kinds of great things. And other, there's lots of women's organizations out there, and we actually have partnerships with two or three of them, and we co-promote each other's events and opportunities because it's really about how can you add more value, and I can add more value by introducing the people in my tribe to Gina. I can get more value by introducing the people in my tribe to the Women's Leadership Association or Women Network in California. It's, it's, it really opens up the space for opportunity more so than cutting off anything. I completely I and totally say, agree to that one. Go ahead, Jack. <laughs> I was just saying earlier that, that you sounded dangerously close to talking about leverage there. And then you and then Gina just totally let the cat out of the bag and called it what it was. <laughs> Working with you kind of crazy. Mhm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. That's a good way to put it. And I'm always looking for a new way to put the basics of leverage, right? I mean You've yeah. got to, you've got to work with those people. And the thing is, when I when I first started, I, I and I think a lot of people on the internet in the beginning uh, were really looking at marketing as I got to go straight direct to my audience. And there weren't actually a lot of thought leaders back then, you know, not compared to now, not even remotely. I, everybody calls themselves one. Everybody calls themselves some kind of an expert. And you know, you can't swing a cat without hitting an expert at something on the internet today. So we didn't uh-huh. really even have the luxury of leveraging an audience. There weren't that many audiences. And certainly in the weird niches we found ourselves in and everything, if we might have been the only people in that niche at the time. I hate to make myself sound this old, but it was like that at one time, and now you can't find a niche that hasn't already been at least tried. So, you know, we went after individuals. We went after individual people who would be direct, you know, consumers of our product. It's changed so much. And 